You see, we're putting the cover sheets on all TPS reports now before they go out. It's always soccer in Philadelphia on a Monday night, even when there is no soccer. We're going on nine weeks, ten weeks without soccer, unless you want to count the Bundesliga, which came back this weekend, which was a nice uh, breath of fresh air. But of course, as such, we're always finding content to provide you, the Philadelphia Union fan, with. And we have stolen an idea uh, that for this podcast, and we have been blessed with permission to use that idea. Therefore, we're going to be doing the Philadelphia Union Fantasy Draft of 11 players each coming up a little bit later. We're going to talk a little bit about Bundesliga. We're going to talk about Jim Curtin's press conference. But I guess I should introduce everybody who's on this Zoom call right now. Of course, you are only hearing the audio file, but we are doing this on Zoom today. Joining me is Matt DeGeorge, first off. Matt, what's up, man? Uh, if you're, since you're only uh, listening to the audio of this, I want everybody to know I look exactly like Ryan Reynolds right now because of the quarantine. Exactly. You look like very him. good. Yeah. The, quarant- the quarantine has been very good to you so far, I would yes. say. Good. Also joining I us. A, I took a screen cap just so we can prove that. <laughs> That's the voice of Chris Gibbons from the All Three Points podcast, who I believe you came up with the idea for the fantasy draft and I stole it, but got permission uh, from you to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, we had a great time on the draft last week. I would probably do this every week until the season starts because. Um, what else are we going to do? Well, we might have to. Yeah, there's really not yeah. much else going <laughs> I don't think we could fill a podcast with just uh, Bundesliga action recap plus uh, Jim Curtin's 40-minute uh, Zoom call. But before we get there, let me introduce uh, a man that you know very well, the former co-host of the program. It's Dave Zeitlin returning. I think it's a uh, co-founder, actually. What did I say? Ooh. Ooh. Co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Sassy, like, sassy yeah. co-founder. Former, he's the co-founder, a former co-host, and Jeez, cur- currently please. an asshole too. <laughs> Perpetual one, asshole. One, one sip of one sip of porter, and he's just going holiday. off the rails. It's holiday yeah. porter, Matt. It's, it's holiday, holiday porter. Oh, I got one sip, and it's terrible. It's, it's thirty-seven percent ABV by now. <laughs> yeah, just just so everybody is aware here, it's uh five eighteen twenty right now so we're about like what four days before memorial day weekend and uh dave Zeidler went into his fridge and he found at the back of his fridge a samuel adams holiday porter yeah yeah it's a holiday man if Kids it's any cons- cool. if it's any consolation my yards beer that i've pulled out appears to be frozen so i'm not doing great either <laughs> but but still looking like ryan reynolds Shows shows how much uh, drinking we've been doing, all of us, uh, except Matt having children and, uh, you know, trying to uh, uh, just get through uh, quarantine life uh, as it would be with our various uh, struggles right now. But we're going to be doing terrible. Yeah, no, we're just trying to, uh, (laughs) it feels very repetitive, doesn't it? Doesn't every day feel very repetitive? I'm pretty antisocial, so I'm pretty good. I got an internet connection, and I can interview people on the phone, so I'm surviving. You you were already like kind of snarky self isolation for <laughs> your entire life, right? So this 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 how really much isn't is, much different. How much this is, is my moment? I all I've really added is bread baking. Yeah. If you're an introvert or a uh, or a misanthrope, then this is really not the the the. It's not a bad time for you. But uh, Chris, how are you holding up during the uh, the self isolation and quarantine? Man, you guys with kids, you can understand. I got two little ones; they're three and five, and uh, I, the the Serenity Now pledge is like my only saving grace. Yeah, Serenity, Serenity now. now. Yeah, really. Um, well, listen, um, we have uh, f- some very exciting podcast news to share with everybody. We now have the custom. It's always soccer in Philadelphia jerseys, courtesy of Robbie at Icarus Football Club. Uh, Robbie did an awesome job with the design. Just asked him, hey, let's do a custom thing here, and we'll do a little charity thing, and we've got it up and going. So if you go to the top of my uh, Twitter page, the pin tweet, there's information on how you can order the custom always soccer jersey. Um, we are doing a pre-order uh, event right now. It's going to go until Wednesday. This podcast is recording on Monday. You're probably going to listen to it on Tuesday or Wednesday. Pre-sale goes until Wednesday. Uh, 100% of all the money that we make from the jerseys is going to be split between Starfinder and Kensington SC. So we thought, you know what? It would be a nice idea to use the uh, relatively small platform we have here to try to do a little charity thing, raise some money for a good cause and uh, help a couple of local local uh, organizations in the process. You know, we uh, Dave and I did the equipment fundraiser 
uh, for the podcast probably like two years ago and the outpour pouring was awesome. And I'm like, well, we have a bunch of people who listen to this podcast who are really charitable and interested in doing this kind of thing. So why don't we do it for somebody else now? So I'm very excited to, uh, to roll this out and we'll see uh, how we do. But um, if you're interested, again, go to my Twitter page, pin tweet. There's information on how to order from there. We're going to do pre-order. It'll probably take a little while to ship from there, but that was a way for us to get the price down and uh, put more money to charity. So uh, I'll share some more information about that. Um, you know, once we get closer to the pre-order period closing down. But uh, anyway, we had some news today. We actually had Philadelphia Union news. We had a, a Zoom call with Jim Curtin and uh, Matt was on uh, the Zoom call and he just kind of gave us an update on what was going on because today was the first day that they were able to uh, to train individually. They went down to the Blue Coats facility in Wilmington uh, because they're not actually supposed to be training in Chester because of the red uh, status, red flag order, whatever the hell you want to call it from Pennsylvania. So they went to Delaware instead. Um, Matt, you were on the call with me. What did you make of that number one? And just any other takeaways you had from, uh, from what Jim had to say? Oh man, I had 40 minutes to transcribe after that. Uh, we touched on a lot. It was 68 days since they were shut down. Um, so, and this is the first media availability since then. So a lot of things to kind of talk about, um, Everyone's back and healthy. Casper uh, Shabilko, who last week uh, came out and said that he was the player that had COVID-19 is training. Kai Wagner's training. Um, I think the thing that's really struck me in all this is the way Jim Curtin has handled all of this. And he's very much, um, you know, you get the impression in the middle of the podcast that, or in the middle of the, the Zoom call, he would just be like, listen, guys, people are dying. We're playing soccer we're doing fine. We're figuring things out and all that kind of stuff. And I think through all of this, even from that very first call that we had with him, I guess uh, probably Friday the 13th when everything shut down, he was very much talking about, well, this is what has to happen. We have to stay safe, safety, health. That's what's most important. I, I think it's good to have a coach that's going to put everything in the right perspective right now. And I'm, you know, I, I would hope that the players respond to that. Um, you know, many players that have young kids and are, or are single and are in new environments in a new country. And, you know, Jim talked about all of that today. So I think he's struck a really personal tone in all of this. And right now, I guess that's what's most important as opposed to fitness or, you know, tactics or any of that kind of stuff. So the extent of what they're able to do is basically they have a field. Uh, it's, it's, blocked off into quadrants so you have one two three four spaces where one player can be in each quadrant uh, they are allowed to kick a ball and kind of do dribbling and go around cones and you can set up dummies I guess um, what they're not allowed to do is they can't pass the ball back and forth between other guys they can't shoot um, so Jim said that they brought in a machine from a quick goal where I guess they basically just put the ball in there like it's a shooting footballs at receivers who are catching it but instead goalkeepers are trying to save <laughs> save the ball because they yeah. can't they can't do any ball work in with with other players um, which I I think is a bit of a stretch but I understand that they're just trying to kind of get ahead of the curve here and trying to be safe and they don't want to like bring any uh, unwanted negative attention or whatever but um I don't know. Yeah, Dave, I, I assume they can shoot on like empty goals. So I think they have I, like the the quick goal net set out with the cutouts. So I think they can shoot at that, but yeah. I guess you can't shoot at a goalie who's going to catch it with his hands. And I don't know how heading works because the infection comes from the face. <laughs> a, <laughs> so full, full disclosure, I went I went out with another dude to an open park, the, like one of the only parks in Philly that's open. We stood 30 feet away from each other and we just hit long balls back and forth and we didn't, come close to each other we didn't touch the ball with our hands um you know and we just sort of booted it back and forth and tried to be safe about it I mean I thought that was uh, okay again I'm not beholden to major league soccer rules or whatever um but I understand that they're starting at a very basic level because it's like you know you don't want to piss anybody off you know and MLS wants to you know look good and they don't want to be cavalier uh, in the way that they approach it so I get it but um Dave I know you weren't on the call today but like you saw kind of the training like how it's you know, what they're doing and you're aware of kind of how they're doing that. I mean, does it make sense to you? Does it, is it reason, reasonable to the way that they're like getting everybody back to work here? Yeah, I think so. It was, it was nice to uh, see them back. And I mean, yeah, I don't have much to add about how it's, you know, went, but just to kind of bounce off what uh, Matt said, I mean, having Jim Curtin in charge right now, I think is kind of a nice breath of fresh air hearing him do all his podcasts from like last week or last month where he's talking about, 
putting health first and being a dad and like learning all that stuff has really resonated with me and it just makes me like him even more. <laughs> Chris, what do you make? You got a take on like any of the training stuff or like kind of how they're reintroducing it? I mean, the, the thing that stuck out to me, and I know we're going to get to the Bundesliga in a minute, but the thing that stuck out to me in watching the Bundesliga this weekend was, um, you know, all of the things that the union are doing are the things that the Bundesliga teams did in preparation to play over the weekend. And yeah, the atmosphere felt different, but the, generally speaking, the level of play was pretty, pretty high and pretty intense. And so for me, if it, if it literally has cut the field into fours and you can play by yourself for in the corner for a little while, and that gets you to a game in three weeks or in four weeks. Great. Great. The Bundesliga proved it can work. Sign me up. Yeah. It was interesting, you know, because um, I'm a big uh, MMA fan. And so I watched all three of the UFC fights that they did in Jacksonville this week. And it was interesting. I didn't feel like a lot was lost. Uh, but again, it's a smaller thing where they're able to kind of like hyper focus in on just the octagon where you don't necessarily see like the empty stands at the same time. And there's a lot of like organic and visceral stuff where you're able to kind of hear the fighters like talking to their corners and the coaches yelling and stuff like that. And I felt like that didn't translate. The empty stadium thing didn't work as well for the Bundesliga or for, you know, for the Korean baseball organization or anything like that, as opposed to like a smaller, like intimate kind of 1v1 sport because it was just bigger. You know, these the stadiums are big. It's like they're cavernous. You know, you hear like shouting, but you can, there's no camera angle where you can't see empty seats. You know, so it just something kind of felt like, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but when I was watching Bundesliga, it just felt like there was a little bit of, um, I don't know how I'd say it. It was like there's a little bit of juice kind of missing. Like you could tell that like some, some players and some of the teams seemed like really up for it and others, it just didn't seem like the energy was there. I don't know if that's a good take or a bad take. I mean, I can imagine if you're a, if you're a mid-table team, uh, you know, we're at the point of the season where teams' fates are mostly sealed. You know, if you're the 10th place team in the Bundesliga and you're on the road against the 8th place team in the Bundesliga and neither of you can get relegated and neither of you can make Europe, you know, not to not to drift into pro rail waters, but right about now, what do you have to kind of play for in an empty stadium? Like, you can understand, I mean, it's it's something – but it's not everything. Like it's not, this is not the finished product. This is, this is not what we love sports for. It's kind of a stand in to kind of bridge us to the soccer that we want someday soon. I noticed that most uh, after goals were scored, you know, they would score and they would go back to midfield. And usually that sort of atmosphere is, is sort of thriving at that point, right? If it's a home game or if it's a away game, you've got some supporters group that's just going bonkers because they just scored a goal. And everybody just went back to the middle and they reset and they started in perfect silence. It was very strange. Hey, did you watch um did you watch the games? <laughs> I only watched about twenty minutes of it before my two year old made me put on Frozen Two for the thirty fifth yeah. time during quarantine, yeah. I think. So <laughs> but uh it felt you know, it felt good to watch. It didn't feel totally out of the ordinary for me and I would like to say I covered a game at PPL Park once that was completely empty and Chandler Hoffman scored four goals. It was a Union Reserve League game, <laughs> like 2011 or 2012. So if, if we come back, empty stadium, Chandler Hoffman is going to uh, is going to break out. Yeah. Okay. For, for bringing that up, we should we should make Chandler Hoffman have to be your first pick now. Just for Brit, like that is that's in. that's that was you just picking Chandler Hoffman. You're lying. That's there. what that was. Were you there at that game, Kevin? I think it was 2011 or 2012. They played a reserve league game. Most reserve league games were in Chester Park, but this one was at PPL Park. Completely empty, but they let the press in press row. Yeah, and I don't – it was weird, though, because it wasn't um, – You might, why, you why might I, be, you might <laughs> be the only record that is allowing this to survive. There's an like, article. There may be <laughs> no other articles. There might be nothing that said that this actually happened, except, yeah. like, this, the memory of this game – might die with you someday in the very distant no, future. It's on the internet, MLSsoccer.com. I'll I'm, check I'm going right now. Right I'm now, looking yeah. it up right now. Uh, uh, like, do a little Google, Chandler Hoffman, four goals. I'm four goals, that's to, where I'm looking. They won't be able to it's find, got, find it's the gotta file. Be on his, it's got to be on his Wikipedia page because <laughs> I don't know what else would be. Yeah, website not found. They'll have to, in Wikipedia, on Chandler's Wikipedia, it'll have to say at the very Wait. bottom, uh, episode number one. I bet Kevin was there. I, I bet Kareth was there. 
He also had Hoffman also had a hat trick in the reserve league against Chivas when he was at LA Galaxy. Yeah. He is a reserve mm-hmm. league legend. He's a reserve league legend. <laughs> Dave, why do why do I feel sounds like... like a great first round pick, Dave? <laughs> Just saying. I like Chandler Hoffman. He, he he was a top ten top ten draft pick, right? Wasn't he? Did you was thirteen? That... 13, I don't. Why uh, do I? Why do I feel like that game was played on like a uh, like a weekday? May, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it was like we we're there for like a training. Yeah, it could. Was be. it like a Wednesday or a Thursday or something yeah, like that? Because be. I know that it wasn't like a doubleheader or anything. Because they weren't. No, because there was no one there. Yeah. Yeah, that was strange. I think we watched Chris Agorser and uh, Jerry White play <laughs> uh, with the New England Revolution up at uh, Chester Park. There's a picture of you, uh, me, and Judah Levine like not paying attention. I covered like, I covered those Chester Park Reserve League games, like 450 <laughs> word recap for MLSsoccer.com. Ch- Ch- Chandler Hoffman, first player from Alabama ever picked in the Super <laughs> Draft, according go. to his Wikipedia. So right. maybe we're going off the rails. We got to start this draft. I think. All right, well, listen. Oh um, <laughs> Just, I, I think it was interesting that, um, yeah, Matt, you bring up a good point where it's like, um, you know, the, a lot of these teams don't have anything to play for. You know, it's like really if you're like the um, the New York Knicks, do you really care about coming back unless you're making decent money? You know, I think most most athletes in that sense would say, well, you know, I'll take my paycheck if I can, but they're not really they're not really playing for much of anything. So I'm kind of I'm interested to see how it looks like the Premier League and other other leagues like that, whereas MLS are in a good situation because you're still at the beginning of the season, you know, and you still right. have everything that still have everything to play yeah. for. So that's kind of like the silver and, lining. And I, and I think the NBA and the NHL are close enough to the end of the season that there's still enough of a silver lining. Like you can probably float through five games on novelty and then you only have to worry about, you know, a handful of shitty games at the end, which we're going to be lousy anyway. So what's the difference? All right. So let's get, let's stop beating around the bush here. Let's get to the, thing that everybody wants to hear the reason why all of us are here we're going to do the philadelphia union uh 2020 it's always soccer in philadelphia fantasy draft which we stole from chris and the philly <laughs> soccer page that's the entire thing i'm going to write out the entire thing like that exactly how, how i just said it. what's the acronym for that can you uh i a s i p t s something or other like that that yeah. we stole. yeah so yeah. listen here's here's the rules um 11 to a team, uh, 44 players total out of the 100 whatever that have played for the union. Uh, you can build any kind of formation, any kind of shape that you want. You know, if you want to go five defenders, cool. If you want to go three defenders, fine. If you want to go four, three, three, that's cool too. Uh, you just need to have one goalkeeper, right? Um, we'll do snake draft, how you're doing fantasy football. So I'll randomize the names right now. You know, we'll go one, two, three, four. And then backwards. So whoever is the fourth pick will go four or five, you know, and six, seven, eight backwards in that order. So now there's not a lot of us, but there's a lot of players. So I think what will happen is we'll kind of like have some interesting kind of like uh, I have a very specific formation that I want to play. Um, a team that will probably – I mean, if we're being honest here, it's probably going to blow your teams out of the water. So uh, I'm going to try to build that specifically. But first, let's do the random names here. So I'm going to – I have uh, – an app on my phone here where I can type in all four of our names and I'm going to randomize. Now to prove that I'm not uh, rigging this, I'm going to hold it up to the screen here so everybody can see it. Okay. What's the name of this app? Kevin Kincaid. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yep. You were just going to throw four balls at Baxter and see which one he comes (laughs) up with. The old, the old octopus test. All right. I've been a fantasy football like a commissioner for for 12 years and i've never used any kind of app for okay was that was that suitable you guys all saw that that i didn't rig it okay so number one is dave dave is going to have the first pick and uh i'm going to log everything here i'm going to write dave and i'm going to do quadrants just like the training here on a piece of paper i'm going to do four quadrants with the teams and i'll write them down here and uh Dave Zeitlin, you are on the clock with the first overall pick. All right. Are we going just like pure talent when they were on the uh, union? Are we, are we factoring, oh, in, like, man. Long, are we factoring in like longevity? Uh, like, no, no. Twitter's going to vote on this. So pander. That's what yeah. we're doing. Pander. Okay. Yeah. You can pander. do I mean, I can't. I mean, I, I'm just going to, you know, he might not be the most talented, but he was. He's the only one with his name. 
in a wall of fame. So I'll go with America's famous fighting Frenchman, Sebastian Latou. Sebastian Latou. With little Hamilton shout out. Is off the board at number one. Matt George already, is on the clock. I had already written next to Dave's name, Keegan Rosenberry. <laughs> so going to have to erase that. So wait, just to back up real quick, Dave's, t- <laughs> Dave's team right now is currently Sebastian Latou and Chandler Hoffman. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pre- it's a lot of goals, man. It's a lot of goals, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of goals in the reserve league. In the reserve league, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so with the number two pick, I will select Andre Blake. Ah, oh, goalkeeper comes off the board right I'm gonna away. Say, I'm going to say that's a terrible pick. I, I agree with that. Terrible pick. Way too early. Okay. The, difference, the difference between the top four goalies, I mean, I'll be fine with John McCarthy as the last round pick. Give me Clayberson. I want Clayberson. This is what I want to start. <laughs> World Cup winner. You're going to start with Cleberson? Yeah, give me Cleberson. Wow, what? these are some reaches, man. You guys what are like... What the heck is uh, going on? You are the, you are the anti-John Hackworth. You guys are making... Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, John Hackworth would say these tweets right. are as laughable as the left-back uh, situation with Damani. So, so with Cleberson, it's not just guys like when they're with the union. We're talking Cleberson in his prime, right? It's how... Talking- it's. Dave, it's however you, it's however you want. <laughs> to, it's however you want to interpret it. Yeah, listen, yeah. like you would pick. I think if you picked Carlos Ruiz, like people would look at him and say, "Well, he's still a badass player," you know, and like have him at the top of the formation or whatever. But, right. I mean, I Twitter. Mean, you you got to think about how Twitter is going to react to it, not how I'm. By the, react. by the way, for the record, Kevin made himself the last pick, so he obviously didn't cheat. <laughs> I, held <laughs> or if he thing, I held the thing up like. <laughs> or that. if he, he did, or if he did, he sucks at it. Yeah. Okay, so I have picks four and five. Um, let me look at my big board over here. Hang on. How big is your board? Uh, it's not very big. It's only like 25 players. Um, He's okay. actually drafting from Dave Gettleman's house. <laughs> yes, it's just, it's just one uh, computer screen and a stack of paper. All right, number four, I'll go with Harris Madunian. Oh, terrible. And uh, number five pick, I'm going to go with uh, – I'll go with um, – Maurice Adu. Does this mean I, I mean, can't ask about him? <laughs> He's not allowed to J- talk to the media. Give me Jamiro Montero. Montero with the sixth overall pick. Back to uh, Matt George now. Oh, boy. Hmm. I'm going to go with Boric Dochkal. Boric Dochkal, number seven. Matt DeGeorge building a very strong spine here up the middle. It's all about the spine. Um, and that leaves Dave Zeitlin on the clock. Dave, I feel like Walter Restrepo is your guy. He's, he's available. <laughs> who's, been, who's been taken? I already forgot everybody. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Uh, and then we I'll need go. the ticker. We need the crawl at the bottom. Yeah. Right? I'll go with... Uh, Hmm. Tranquilo Barnetta. You got two. You got two picks in a row, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because we're snaking it back. So Dave is going to take Barnetta with the eighth overall pick, and with number nine. Uh. Let's go. Let's go, uh, Ali Bedoya. Alejandro Bedoya. <laughs> Who'd you take before that? Barnetta. Thank you, Barnetta. It's off the board. Great midfield. All right. I'm going to go with Vincent Noguera. Ooh. Okay. Number 10th. The 10th I'm thinking overall about him. pick. With the 10th overall pick in the 2020 Always Soccer in Philadelphia stolen from PSP draft. Yep. Matt DeGeorge selects Vincent Noguera. Philadelphia uh, stolen from PSP. Got it. Right. Yep. I got the acronym now. Right. Pick number 11 is Chris. Uh, I want Aguchi on Yewu. Aguchi on Yewu. But right before AC Milan, like, like two days before. Like standard Liège prime yeah. Aguchi yeah. on Yewu. U.S. National right. Team 2009 Confederations Cup. <laughs> you got pre, it. Please, pre-Zlatan punch, allegedly. Yes. That guy. Yes, and that's right. Before he tried to fight Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Okay, so I got two picks here, 12 and 13. 12 and 13. Um, Wow. Um, 
Oh, geez. I'm going to take, um, with the 12th overall pick, I'm going to take Carlos Valdez. Mm -hmm. And uh, with pick number 13, um, oh, I'm going to take Kai Wagner. Which Carlos Valdez, the first union guy or the second guy? <laughs> the one, the one who played in an all-star game here, and then he, uh, that one. he post he World Cup guy, play in the World Cup. I uh, wait, are you still up, Kevin? You took two. No, I took He's Valdez two. and Kai Wagner. You're up with number fourteen now. Uh, Fafa Pico. Fafa Pico. Wow, that's a pretty good-looking midfield line you got going on here. Building from the middle. That's right. Um, okay, 15th overall pick goes to Matt DeGeorge. Hmm. There's a run on midfielders here. Everybody's trying to fill out the middle of the park here. Let's see. Dave, it kind of looks like you're wearing a sleeveless, a sleeveless tee. I know you're not, but... <laughs> <laughs> You can't see us, can they? <laughs> he's, he's, no. I didn't no, know no clothes video. were I didn't know clothes were required for this pod. Uh, we're, we're not doing always soccer in Philadelphia after dark. Not yet. <laughs> Boy. I am not coming for that show. All right. I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Christian Maidana. Ooh, Chaco Maidana, man. Look at this midfield that uh, Matt DeGeorge has constructed here. Boric, Dojkal, Vince Noguera, and Christian Maidana. My goodness. Okay. Yeah, not, I have, whose pick is it? Mine? Yeah, Dave, you're, you have two picks in a row here now with 16 and 17. Has no one taken El Sino yet? El Sino is on the board if you want him. El Sino. You get, you get old leg El Sino, though. He should have been, been the first pick. No. El Sino. You're not getting Shakhtar El Sino. Uh, all I want is the union, El Sino. You're getting 30 minutes and a nap, El Sino. You're getting year number one, El Sino, who came in at like 215 pounds, and then they got him down to 180. Uh, that, means, that means I'm getting Chaco Maidana, who can't get his kids to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I sympathize with that. That's legit. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never felt for anyone more than Chaco Maidana. Yeah, if, only we, if only we knew back then what John, <laughs> right. John Hackworth was actually talking about. It. What time do you eat dinner, Chaco? Whenever the kids are invited. It could be yeah, any time. Exactly. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Dave, you got another pick here at All 17. Right. Uh, I'll take the, I'll take the uh, first captain in Union history, Danny Califf. Danny Califf. That is a strong yeah. choice by Dave Zaylin here. Very good. Very My good. team is shockingly good. <laughs> Easy. You, know, you do have a you know, team, yeah. <laughs> you know something that I'm realizing? I was going through the center back depth today. It's a lot. It's not good. I think <laughs> it's good. It's not good. Uh, I will make it even even shallower. Give me Mark McKenzie. Oh, I was looking at him. Wait, they, wait. Well, Matt's was... up first, actually. Oh, Adam no. he, He's penalized the pick now. You have to leave the call. Come you're, back. You're, yeah, you're like the New England Patriots. You actually have to for, <laughs> forfeit. <laughs> I was actually going to take McKenzie too. We've got oh, Matt. Shit. Take him. Take him. Can we I take McKenzie? I'll yeah. take McKenzie and we'll call yeah. it even. This, is a, huge, this is a huge controversy. Let's That's call fine. it the Mark McKenzie controversy. <laughs> give me, give me Jack Elliott. Then I'll take Jack Elliott. Jack there Elliott. Now we're having a run on uh, center backs. backs here. Yeah, uh, tallest, tallest center back pairing. Well, no, yeah, Stephen Vittoria. This is like happened. the NFL draft where like somebody takes the first of their position and then like they just start going like that. You know, it's like C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, or Jalen Rager. Uh, okay, I'm up here, huh? So I got picks twenty and twenty-one. You got two of them. Um. I need a forward here. I'm going to take um, with the 20th overall pick. I'm going to take Casper Shabilko. P R Y Z L B. However, the hell you spell. Um, Got to practice. That's right. Number 21 overall pick. I will take. Hmm. I 
take Shane and Williams. Oh, how could Ooh. you? This is actually a Shane and Williams jersey. Oh. Is it really? What year is Somebody, that? Is that the 2014? Uh, the Vince Nogara, Richie Marquez years. Oh, um, nice, no, somebody on Twitter gave this to me because they didn't want it anymore. I was like, okay, I got you. Oh, straight up. Okay, so we're coming back to Chris here now with pick number 22. Uh, give me David Akam. David Akam. Speed on the wings here for Team Gibbons. You now have mm-hmm. David Akam and Fafa Pico. You also have Jamiro Montero, which means the average height of your team is about 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> oh, we're not. Yeah, but no, 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 no. But he's got Gooch and Elliott. Yeah. Oh, we'll so he's, right. got, he's got like two monstrous towering center backs and then a bunch of mid- So, if, yeah, if you combine them, he's got the height of 10 guys on his team. <laughs> That's right. All right, my turn, huh? Yeah, number 23 overall to Matt to George here. 23. I got to get some music playing here in the background. Like to. Dun, 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 dun. The pick is in. Pick is in. Sorry, I'm pressuring you. I shouldn't. I shouldn't pressure you. Let's see. This is a high stakes exercise that we're doing here. It's a high leverage situation. You, you don't want to uh, end up like Howie Roseman and take a quarterback in the second round uh, when you already have one. I'm gonna take. I'm going to take Jordan Harvey. Oh, Jordan I'm going to take him. Left that's, why, that's why I took him, because I knew you had two picks left. <laughs> I was debating whether or not to leave him on the board for oh. three picks from now, and I'm like, no, he's going to take him. Don't overthink this said, one, Dave. His parents said hi to me when I was covering a, a Union game versus the Galaxy in 2011. And you didn't kill his career. It's just a shocker. <laughs> okay, so Dave... <laughs> Dave now has picks number 24 and 25. Um, Ken Sherbet's still on the board, Dave. You can have him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a pick and you can have him. <laughs> He's going to be in MLS next, this year. Be careful. Take it. Yeah, Nashville. I'm taking Jack McInerney. Jack Mack. Remember Dave him? The legend. No. That's pretty blasphemous. He went above CJ Sapong, isn't it? <laughs> you know that Jack is still number three on the all-time <laughs> goal scoring. Do you know that? And... Do you know that Jack's probably only like 24, 25? <laughs> he's still got. He's got like something like eighty MLS goals. Like, do people realize yeah. that? Like, he's got yeah. a ton of goals. Yeah. Why do you think he's my starting forward? Don't fuck around. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got. A, you have a second um, pick here. I will take You only have by the way, you only have one defender so far. Don't tell him. Jeez. A lot of, a lot of three one games. <laughs> <laughs> Just play Caliph as a sweeper and let uh, everybody else run around with him. Yeah. Um, need a defender? Seriously? Don't overthink it, Dave. All right. And if you want to win the contest. Amobi Akugo, center back version. Love it. CV great. Akugo. He had a great year as a CV. Probably the best year in franchise history. Well done. Mm. That's a nice Post- pick. That's what I say after a one porter. Oh, boy. You add Danny Mwanga and you've got the entire 2010 <laughs> uh, draft. So that's the high point of my coverage. I came right from <laughs> I came right from jury duty. Covered the 2010 draft. If you get if you pick Danny Mwanga, though, you also get the <laughs> inaugural year PR team gratis. That's right. Or if you were British, um, British, it would be Danny Mwanga. I, I'm hoping I, that would make an appearance on this show. Yeah, I tried doing that exercise with uh, Dave one time, and I don't think he really got it. So nah, sorry. Maybe afterwards, you and I can just do it by ourselves. I'm in. I'm in for that. Right. Uh, well, I I do need a defender, so I want Jacob Glesnes. Well, Matt, who did you pick at 26? Yeah, you were jumping <laughs> me again, but that's okay. <laughs> what is happening? It's I got okay. the order written wrong on my page. Pick him you again. Can, that's okay. You can take Glesnes. That's fine. Have you ever played um, fantasy football, Chris? I'm terrible at fantasy football. I mean, everybody's terrible at fantasy football. But... No, I'm so bad that all of my friends that I grew up with just 
let me drift away out of a league yeah. and never told me about it. That's how bad I am. That's pretty sad. The picks are getting harder. I talk about I it. Remember who's off the board now. You know, they nope. are. There's still mm. some good players on here, man. The Union had some good players. Why weren't they better over the years? A question for the philosophers. You know what? They have not had good players. Uh, I can get him later. Hmm. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Brendan Aronson. There's about to be a oh, Brendan Aronson. It's a good pick. Brendan Aronson at number twenty-six, and uh, Chris at twenty-seven. You wanted Glessness. Now I'll have Jacob Glessness. Now you'll have Jacob Glessness, and his beautiful goal. All right, so I've got picks number twenty-eight and twenty-nine here. I got to start thinking about this team. I got to write down the positions here. Um. Okay, I have two fullbacks. I have one center back. Uh, Aha, so you're playing Mo in the midfield. Uh, I guess I could play him at center back. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Um, no, you can't. I just crossed it off on my schematic. Um, all right, let me see here. <laughs> I'm going to take... Um, here's a pick that might surprise some people. I'm going to take Michael Orozco Fiscal. <laughs> I, I take it that Matt also wanted Michael Orozco Piscal. I thought I could I thought I could get him a couple rounds later. And uh let me see here. I'm gonna take uh la 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 la. Um let me see. So now I have center mid, center mid, right wing back. I've got Shane and Williams. I've got Kai Wagner. I've got Carlos Valdez. Uh, I am going to take. I'll take uh, El Pescadito, Carlos Ruiz. How about that? And we'll send it back to Chris Ruiz? with pick number 30. Ruiz and Casper. Hey, what are you going to do with those guys together? They're going to be a mess. Provide them a lot of service. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go small to fill out my small midfield. So I want Roger Torres as number as my number 10. <laughs> hey, God, you can pick Roger Torres. That running is a small. Of, you're running at short, guys. <laughs> I know. Well, I have to pick a forward at some point. So <clears throat> My turn, isn't it? Shit. One, two, three. Yes, this is uh, Matt to George here with pick number 31. All right. He's a value now. I'm going to take Brian Carroll. Brian Carroll goes all the way down to 31, man. I'll take him behind that midfield. Yeah, he could uh, sort of mop things up back there. Very nicely done. Okay, we're going to go to Dave Zeitlin now with picks number 32 and 33. Wait, so no one's taking Keegan Rosenberry? No, Ke uh, Keegan's on the board. You guys left him for me? That's so sweet. I got that, I got that letter you threw, you <laughs> tied to a brick and threw through my window saying, don't touch Keegan. All right. I'm going to take <laughs> Keegan Rosenberry as my right back and as my... And Keegan Rosenberry as my left back. <laughs> <laughs> Keegan Rosenberry's brother, Began Bosenberry. <laughs> my left back. <laughs> um... <laughs> That's the best. Oh man! Kevin, can you, you post if you post the team graphic? Can you post his right back as Keegan Rosenberry and his left back as Keegan Rosenberry with a fake mustache on? What? But you don't uh, want Fabinho, Dave? I'm thinking about him, but Fabi's, uh, Fabi's your guy, man. Do you guys think he, he fits Ali, Chris's short team? Do you guys think? Do you guys think Ali Bedoya could play the six for me? He's gone. Oh, I know. I already have yeah, him. He's on his team. So now I'm going to say – I'm going to try. Take, you could let the Twitter uh, yeah. world I'm decide. A, I'm going to let Bedoya play the six and, and draft Michael Farfin for my, my midfield mm, with, uh, with Bedoya and Barnetta. Farfin. Look at that midfield triangle, Bedoya, Farfin, Barnetta. Wow. You are the guy that hasn't seen the game in five years. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you for not, 
Thank you for not tempting me with Michael Farfan. <laughs> All right. He was the best player in a team one year. Hmm. I need three mm. players, don't I? He was really yeah, he was pretty good that year, man. Yeah, man. He never he never really Mike Farfan never really like took that next step, I guess. I don't I don't really know what happened with that. Yeah. He we'll went to always, Cruz Azul. I don't know we'll what always, we'll always have Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I just want to tell you that Wenger, Andrew Wenger is still on the board as yeah. is Jay Simpson. So we just we I feel like we're just cyberbullying Dave. You, there are a lot of good wingers left. There's take Justin, it, Ma- take there's Andrew Justin Wenger. Ma- there's Justin Mapp. There's Chris Pontius. Andrew Wenger. You guys are. Wait, is Justin Mapp the best left-footed player for the Union ever? He's the best player who only used his left foot. Well, that, mm-hmm. so that's a different question. <laughs> I mean. Can you name five left-footed Union players? Fabinho. <laughs> I'm stuck Dion, on. Fabinho. Oh. Jordan Harvey. <laughs> Jordan Harvey. Maidana. My Donna and Matt. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would put Matt behind my Donna, but other than yeah. that, yeah. Medunian was left footed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So, yeah, Matt three. Hmm. Okay, so thirty. Yeah, uh, number pick number thirty four with uh, Matt to George here. We only got a couple more to do here, and then we'll go over the teams. And the winner will receive nothing. No, I already we'll have it. I already have that. <laughs> My team went from shockingly good to shockingly bad. I'm not sure what <laughs> That's how the drafts work. I had a whole plan. Justin uh, Mapp. I don't know what happened. I wanted to take you. I'm sorry. Will he forgive me? Man, none of you guys have taken a goalie yet. Oh, well, that means I can stop a little bit. No, it's like a kicker in fantasy football. Like, well, I'll just pick up the guy off the, the yeah. waiver wire. Exactly. You know, you know. Exactly. Take a backup goalie, Matt, and play him at left back. It's the Sikevich plan. <laughs> yeah. Now we have three gonna, of the best goalkeepers. I'm gonna corner I'm gonna corner the market on the other two only other two starting goalies that the union have ever had. You we do have, that, you're gonna force us to take Brad Knight and then Brian Silvestri and then That's oh, true. Boy. We have three of the best goalkeepers in the league and they're all on the field at the same time. Chris just licking his lips for Chris Seitz. All right. <laughs> I am going to take <sighs> Big decisions here for Manta George, man. Give me Corey Burke. Mm-hmm. Corey Burke up top as a forward. Wow, he's got a lot of uh, service with Dogecall, Nogara, and Maidana all on the field. Uh, it's a very dangerous Manta George team. All right, pick number 35 goes to Chris. Uh, the thing about Chris Seitz, though, is he has a lot of staying power. He's been in the league for 35 years. Yeah. He's with, been pretty good. With like other, 27 yeah, different teams. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, the Olympic. And, to, and to be fair, is a great guy who did lose uh, most of his season, correct? Because he, he donated a bone marrow, right? He yeah. did a bone marrow yeah. transplant and lost most of his season. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. super good. I mean, just a great guy. No, that was a good story. Yeah, that was a really good yeah. story. Yeah. I'm still not going to draft him at this round, but I might. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> Why do you hate the kid with the bone marrow? I, I love that story. <laughs> you clearly I love hate that it. journey for him. I want Charlie Davies. I want Charlie Davies at the top of my midfield. Charlie Davies. You're getting, but you're getting Union Charlie Davies. No, I'm not. I'm getting Azteca 2009 Charlie Davies. I don't, I don't think that should be how this works. Why not? I don't you're know. getting you're getting the first two games at Sochaux, Charlie Davies, and That's the it. last five at Humarby. You can you can get that Charlie Davies as long as you settle for Manchester United, uh, late Manchester United, <laughs> Cleverson. <laughs> nah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh man. Um, I'll I will do that if you can tell me without looking at anything where Chaco Maidana is currently playing soccer. He was oh, in God. he was in the UAE, wasn't he? He was in the Middle he East. He was. He was, but he's not. You go back to South America? Somewhere, South Central America. I can't oh, remember. The not Argentina, even know? though, right? You don't even know? That's like a trivia question. <laughs> well, I said Dave, can you tell me? I didn't <laughs> say I was gonna tell him. Somewhere in the southern hemisphere. Oh, okay. So I say, okay to complete my have... team, I only need okay, I need I need three more players. So with Who's 30, on the clock? I'm on the clock here with thirty six. Uh, so 36, let me see. I need number 36. I'm going to take Gabriel Gomez. Whoa. I was looking at him as a late round pick. Yeah, a sleeper. 
and uh, 37. Um, Ray okay. Gaddis was on Jim Curtin's Mount Rushmore, and no one's going to take him. Well, what does that tell you about the uh, <laughs> dis- disconnect between the, the fans and the media there versus the, uh, <laughs> you know, versus how? I mean, the way I look at it, it you know? three of us need four outside backs, so we'll see. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to go with um, – who's my best bet here? I'm going to draft a third center back here, actually. I'm going to add hmm, – I'm going to add Jeff Park. I forgot about him. And then uh, that brings me to 10 players. Okay, so we go back to Chris now at 38 – Chaco plays for Olympia in Honduras. In Honduras, really? In Honduras? Yeah. Oh, so was he on the field for the – didn't they just play like Atlanta in the Champions League? Just play like three months ago, the last time we had soccer. It's possible. Yeah, it's totally yeah, possible. could have been on the field. Wow. If we weren't so uh, lazy, one of the four of us would look it up during this podcast. I think uh, Tony should do it. He's just, he's just standing there doing nothing this whole time. Uh, <laughs> he's just looking at the picture. Go look it up. Uh, give I, gotta me f- I gotta find another center back. So there are only there. You're out. That's it. I, I, actually, that's not true. Uh, no, no. Oh no, I'm out. <laughs> Aaron Wheeler played center back. I think. Aaron Wheeler was what I was gonna say. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I don't want Aaron. No, I want Sergio Santos. <laughs> Sergio Santos. He said. He said Aaron Wheeler. Write it down. Mark it down. <laughs> Mark it down. You know, Aaron Wheeler could play forward or uh, center back for you. It's yeah. a, flex, a flexible pick. A lot of versatility. 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 Okay, so, 30, okay, so 39 um, is going to go to Matt to George here. Oh, shit. All right. And I'm going to go take a walk around the neighborhood, and by the time I get back, Matt will be I ready. Need def- <laughs> I need defenders? I don't want defenders. They're Wait, so do we, do we each have two players left on our roster? Dave, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So you will make yes. your final picks then. After Ooh, okay. Yeah, you got a plan. I've got my team already planned out. I've got a. I had a plan coming into it. This is boring. I just got to. Now I just got to pick like boring defenders to fill out my team. Um, Let's not talk about defenders that way, please. Thank I don't know when you. when you. you when you look at who I have as an options. Ethan White, ex- Stephen Vittoria, Josh Yarrow. Josh Yarrow's on there. What is the guy? Tony Stahl. I don't even want to say the <laughs> names because someone's going to make me take him. All right, I will take. I will take Raymon Gaddis. Oh, Gattis. that leaves me with less choices for my left back. <laughs> you were going to put Ray at left back. I was fewer choices. Uh, Okay, so Dave now gets picks right, number I, forty and forty one. All right, so I'm done after this. So I so I need a goalie and a left back. For my goalie. Hmm. Could be Reese Maboli. <laughs> Played in the World Cup. <laughs> they did. Not while I'm not while I'm taking a drink, please. Oh, <laughs> Could be Brian Silvestri. He was a good goalkeeper, man. He was actually pretty good. Could be Chris Kanopka. Could you be could Matt Jones. Could be Chase Harrison. Brian Silvestri apparently played more minutes than Rice and Bully. That doesn't that doesn't add up. No, you know that makes sense. Is that right? Yeah. What a shit show. Man. Rice All only right. played five games at the end of one year, and not even four games at the end of one year. Five to begin the next year, and then got banished. That's right. That's right. Nine. Nine. Right. I'll take. I want to take McMath for the chemistry with with Farfin and and Amobi, but I'm going to go with uh, Reed Mondragon. For Reed Mondragon to Dave Zeitlin with pick number 40 overall. The only means... player in Union history to make the All-Star team in his only season with the Union, probably. I just Are made the in... effect up, but it, it has to be, right? Fareed Mondragon, I think, was the first <laughs> Philadelphia Union player uh, to have played in a World Cup, right? The first? Well, yeah. he was. He had World Cup pedigree. World Cup right? experience. When he, when yeah, he yeah, World yeah. Cup experience, right? Because nobody right. else on the 2010 team did, right? Who are the, Sebastian, Sebastian Latou didn't make a World Cup for France? He did not. Oh. Who are the left backs on the board? I feel like I got to take Fabi. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, Fabi was I, on there. I, I could take Gabe Farfin. Is that weird you if I, is that weird if I have two Don, Farfins? Is Don that what the world – Don Anding is on the board. Don Anding. Does Twitter want me to have both Farfins in my starting hole? Don, Don, 
Don Anding played an electric 30 minutes in that U.S. Open Cup game against the Riverhounds. He sure did. He sure did. You've got Raymond Lee on there. You've got Dave oh, Raymond Ma- David Myrie is on the board Ray- still. I thought, of this, I thought of this joke yesterday, and I'm going to say it now. Raymond Lee, who was social distancing while defending before it was cool. <laughs> That's terrible. I, can't, I, feel, I feel bad sometimes when I laugh at Matt's uh, snarkiness. I feel like I'm being dragged down. I'm not a great person. That's to a okay. level. <laughs> it, but in the moment, I didn't blame Raymond Lee. I, I blamed him bully because it was like, well, he's much easier to blame. But in hindsight, it's probably Raymond Lee. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have All to right. worry about that now. So, <laughs> We're uh, both long gone. So you need a left back, Dave. Who's your left back? Should I take Fabio or Gabe Farfin? I need advice. I, who do I look like? Do I look like your head coach or your vice president of player personnel? All right, I'm going to take Fabinho. I know you would, yeah. Fabinho. Love that guy. Fabinho and Latu on my team. I just I just have a happy team. These guys want to win for each other, you know? They do. They want to go out and have fun and play hard. <laughs> that's, that's what all the sports are about when you get down to it, just the fun, you know? Okay, so we've got uh, Matt George with pick number 42 rounding out his team. Hmm. What do you need? What, what position? I need a center back. But but well, Connor Casey's you. but Connor Casey's still on the board. Lucky for you that Anderson Conceschal is still on the board. CJ Sapong, is he on the board? He is on the board. He that is. is disrespectful. Yeah. Uh Roland Alberg is on the board. Wow. Marco Fabian is on the board. Oh my god. Oh shit. Yeah, I forgot about Fabian. Did you take Pontius? Did someone take Pontius? Oh, oh, Pontius. Bonnie's is out there. Wow. Leonard Pahoy is still out there. Should we take a bench spot? Wait, Matt, while you pick your spot, I have to to mention my favorite Gabby Gomez memory. (laughs) Please do. They did a montage on the board. Of the many, of the many. (laughs) Of the one memory. (laughs) They did, you know, those like interview montages where they were like, what's your favorite music? And he said, I like all kinds of music. Salsa, merengue, <laughs> like a whole list of basically for a white person the same music yeah all kinds great salsa merengue end of list is it awesome yeah. every, la- every latino type of music it was every latino music. type of music and yeah. at the time i thought this is kind of funny that's like me going on the jumbotron and saying i love all types of music heavy metal speed metal death metal death metal thrash <laughs> metal yeah. are we gonna have to field these teams like are they gonna have to play each other yeah yeah. Yeah, you're putting together your best eleven. Huh. It can't. It can't be like an end of season MLS best eleven where there's no outside backs. No, sure. you have to. You have to build a, two you have to backs. build a team. All right, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with uh, Austin Trusty. Austin Trusty as a center back. Good call. And that would complete Matt's team, which means we have Chris at pick number 43 and then me at pick 44. I would like uh, Champions League veteran Carlos Miguel Coronel. Oh, good pick. Good pick. You get a Red Bull Coronel, which would leave me with who the fuck playing goal here. Oh, you're going to leave him with really? Take Zach McMath. Zach McMath. I'll take Zach McMath as my goalkeeper. Mr. Irrelevant, Zach McMath. Good for him, man. So that's it. Our teams <laughs> are done. I think that's what Nick Sakevich referred to him as. <laughs> okay, now do you want to uh, – sh- shall I read the teams back to you guys or do you want to try to put them into a formation and present them to me or how would you like to uh, put we, a bow we, on the We take three more players for the bench. I feel really badly for Chris Pontius. He worked really hard for them. His career. Why don't you call yourself your team name Pontius FC? Just just lock it okay. in. You All had right, a well. chance. You had eleven chances to draft. CP Zeitlin CP. <laughs> no, I think that would be interesting to see. No, but who are the best players not taken? So it, it it's Pontius. It, it, it's Map. It's uh, Roland Alberg. Alberg. I've got uh, K- I've got uh, Connor Casey, Connor CJ Casey. Sapong, uh, Alejandro Moreno. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Velko Paunovic, Marco Velko. Fabian. Mm. My God. Uh, no one took Justin Mapp, did they? No. no. Gabe Farfan. Gabe Farfan. Gabe Farfan. <laughs> I thought you took hey. Gabe Farfan. No. Zach Farfan. 
Antoine Hopeno's still out there. Still Andrew out Jacobson. There. Yep. Joe Tate still on the board. <laughs> Nick Zimmerman. Um, Matt Castle. Yep. Oh, uh, Matt Castle. <laughs> Corbin Bone. Nobody took Corbin Bone. <laughs> that, that game was Kevin, on the other day. The Bones. He only played one <laughs> the game bone for the Union. game. You know who you, you know who you could have probably justified picking is uh Brujo Martinez. I wanted only played him. one game, you know. Thought about it. Yeah. Mate Orovitz has played zero games. I did not think about any of that. Michael Lahoud. I was going purely on union yeah. players. You guys were fucking around too much. Fernando Aristigueta Gieter is out there. Thought uh, about he that these one. Days? Uh he's was playing well in Mexico, man. Fernando was playing really well for like Morelia. Something like that, I want to say. And, to the uh, Googles. That's the where best, he is, yeah. The best, defender, the best defender left on the board, I think, is Richie Marquez. Yeah, the, the center yeah. backs really, really, really got thin. And that's even if you factor yeah. in a Moby and Moadu there. Yeah, but like, it was – yeah. I was – like any other place, I was like, okay, you know, like there was, a, there was four serviceable left backs and it got really thin at left back – or four serviceable right backs and it got thin at left back but center back it was like there's not a lot of guys that you were like oh i need to grab it was very top heavy wasn't it like very top heavy with guys like carlos valdez and danny caleb yeah, and but just kind even, of like whatever even valdez i don't know I, I i imagine valdez because of his second stint not good okay. so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna read you off my team and uh tell you what my tactics are here i'm gonna run a uh a three five two I'm going to have the center backs, uh, Carlos Valdez, Jeff Park, and Michael Orozco. I'm going to have Kai Wagner bombing up and down the left flank at left wing back. I've got Shane and Williams bombing up and down the right flank at right wing back. My holding defensive midfielder playing the Pirlo role will be Harris Madunian. And then in front of him, I've got two box-to-box midfielders in Maurice Adu and Gabriel Gomez, and then my strikers up top are Carlos Ruiz, El Pescadito, and Casper Shabilko. Not a lot of speed, but a very uh, a very strong middle and uh, two wingbacks who can cross the ball in. I like it. Not a lot of uh, – I don't think you got a lot of touch in that midfield, but you got a lot of – yeah, a lot of a lot of like connecting the lines in that midfield. It's going to be a lot on the outside. Replicate, yeah, I tried to replicate the uh, old Juventus teams where they had Pirlo kind of standing in front of the big center backs, and then they had like those two-way guys like Marquisio and you know like Arturo Vidal and and dudes like that who would just like win the ball and kind of let Pirlo kind of knock the ball around. So that's my a lot of there's a lot of Arturo Vidal's in the history of the Union. <laughs> that's that's right. That's very true. That's right. Um, Chris, what do you got here? You got Cle- you went Cleberson. Well, I, I knew you were going to go three five two. So tactically, I wanted to counter your three five two with a three five two. So oh, I, no. I put Glesnice and Yeonelli in the back in front of Coronel. <clears throat> My diamond in the midfield is Torres up top and Montero and Cleberson just sort of doing their thing. Pico and Akam on the wings sort of switching the way Latou used to switch five minutes into a game because he didn't like being on the left side and he wanted to be on the right side. <laughs> That's right. That happened frequently. <laughs> frequently. And then Davies and Santos up top just like going after people. It's a pretty good team, man. You got a lot of uh, – you guys got a lot of creativity. That's a terrible team. Voters. No, we're going to be amazing. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a situation where – You have like the worst union – everyone have, on the team was terrible in the union. The four guys on the back are all <laughs> six four or taller – and the the seven guys in front of them, I don't think anybody's five eight. No, like they're going to need a periscope to communicate <laughs> between those different levels. They are unmarkable because you can't see them. They're <laughs> unmarkable. Gucci Anyewu is as tall as Roger Torres standing on David Akam's shoulders <laughs> in a trench coat and with the little hat on, so none of the reporters know it's him. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You know what? I'm a traditionalist. All right, so I went. I why went for two. Why is it your turn? Because we're going in reverse order. We went four, three, two, one. Yeah, snake here. I went. I went straight four, two, three, one. It's you know what? It's a team that's going to attack with five. They're going to defend with five. They're not. They're not all that impressive, stat wise. Like stat wise, but they're going to take care of business. All right. You've got some veterans on the outside. You got Brian Carroll sweeping it up in the middle. That's going to let Nogueira get forward. He's going to be connecting to Boric Dojkal. And then mm-hmm. you're just going to have Christian Maidana and, and 
just firing crosses at Corey Burke's head. You're going to have Aronson flitting back and forth. You've got all kinds of – that is going to be an absolute nightmare. Uh, you can – Borek, Dochkal, and Aronson are going to one-two mm. Harris to death. Yeah. I got to say, though, I think uh, your center back pairing is a little young. A little bit, but yeah. it didn't get them to a playoffs. Austin Trusty and Mark McKenzie. They're putting a lot of, yeah, you're putting a lot of trust in uh, that center back pairing, but Jordan Hardy but a vet- is a good veteran. But they're surrounded by a diamond of veterans. Mm-hmm. You do have a good veteran team here, and you went Andre Blake. You got the best goalkeeper at number two overall. I was kind of wondering about that pick, but then you went Dogecoin, Nogara, Maidana with your next three picks and just took all the creativity in the midfield. Uh, I'd be a bitch to defend, I would say. Um, okay, Dave, why don't you tell us about your uh, fantastic <laughs> team here? That you all right. Cobbled. I guess I, <laughs> I guess I went more for uh, popularity, team chemistry, guys who were hitting their prime in Philadelphia with the union, unlike some of you. So uh, you have El Senio and Tranquilo Barnetto <laughs> <laughs> and Fareed, most of my team, and, and Fareed. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, right. Who is your who is your other center back here? You've got Okugo so and Caliph. Yeah, so okay. My goalie is Fareed. My left back Fabinho. Center backs Caliph and Okugo. Right back Keegan. My midfield. So it's a four. It's a four two three one. My midfield uh, Bedoya, Farf, and Barnetta. And then on the wings, Elsinio and Latou, and Jack McInerney up top. Hmm. Beautiful. That's a pretty good team. I just wonder it's gonna about. Be, it's uh, going to be a lot of. I think it's going to be a lot of counterattacking. That seems, like, yeah. that seems like a team that's uh, designed to sit back, absorb pressure, and then go El Senio. Yeah. All right, well, listen, there was a lot of uh, – it's a very interesting uh, uh, com- um, complement of teams here. So we're going to – I'll write them out and I'll put the formations together and we'll put it to the Twitter uh, Philadelphia Union community to make the final decision on who wins the uh, inaugural – Always soccer in Philadelphia fantasy draft, which is stolen from PSP. And um, hang on, I got the acronym. It's the I A S I P S F P S P. A lot of a, a lot of plosive sounds. Yeah, it sounds like a sunscreen that you put on or something. Um, Actually, it sounds like a weird, like Russian atomic agency. It does, doesn't it? Sounds like something you'd find in a. A fallout Chris, video. Chris, as I'm looking at your team, I got a feeling that Jamiro Montero is going to tear a rotator cuff, like remonstrating, someone else help me defend in that midfield. So you we can like tell defend. We're up 3 nothing. It's over. But it's very, like isn't he's, it, isn't he's funny? Our, your club crest should just be Montero going like this. There's this a whole, great. you could make this a is great for a podcast too. You could make a whole great. montage of union players with their hands out waiting for somebody to make a damn run. It's just a whole montage of that. I don't know how many times I asked you to give me that gif of um like <laughs> giving me the time. <laughs> well, listen, we're going to um that would conclude the exercise. I'm going to get these all made up. We're going to present it to Twitter. Um, we're going to get this piece of shit uploaded here, and we're going to see uh, who had the best team. And this is going to be for uh, bragging rights to see who is the best uh, Philadelphia Union fantasy drafter. And uh, I will I will give each of you a final uh, a final word if you would like, Mister uh, Mister DeGeorge, if you have a final uh, thought on tonight's podcast. Final thought. Um... <laughs> My final takeaway is that a lot of players played for the union. <laughs> Many of them should not have. P- positivity from you as always. Um, Dave, what would you like to say on your, ret- on your return to uh, your return yeah, to the podcast? Uh, what would you like to say? Thanks for having me. It, it was good hanging out with all you guys. Um, it beats hanging out with my kids who I've seen <laughs> constantly. <laughs> I hope- I hope they don't listen to the podcast. Um, but Make yeah, sure I mean, don't hear that. Oh my gosh. Anytime you want to talk about union history, anything involving the Reserve League, Chris Agorser, Chandler Hoffman, just mm-hmm. call me up. I'll be there for you. Well, now if we do it on Zoom, we can make you a regular contributor again. <laughs> Even if you are no longer uh, the co host, you can kind of be like the spiritual uh, co yeah. founder, spiritual leader of the podcast. Co-founder. Yeah. I'll be like the, what, I can, what we can do is that I'll be like the president. And you'll be like the the um, religious arm of the podcast. So like you're involved, but you're not chaplain? really. 
you could be like a chaplain yeah or you could be like the prime minister since you're since you're in the italian thing today you would be the president he'd be the prime minister right right okay you could be the queen of england and i'll be uh tony blair yeah tony blair i'll be be the queen yeah Um, by a corgi (laughs) (laughs) that's right at least one everything is very formal with dave it would work perfectly for him um chris thanks for jumping on man i appreciate it what what do you uh what, how was your first experience on the always soccer in philadelphia program uh, i was great I, I feel like i need to respond to dave and matt though because i think dave my kids would never listen to this ever ever yeah. in their whole lives i couldn't pay them enough or bribe them yeah uh, my kids and, don't like soccer I've, I've, I've been trying hard but they just want to watch movies they just don't think i'm interesting it's not about soccer they're just well, that's, <laughs> yeah that's a good point no, but then Matt, to your point, you know, just because you have eight goalies doesn't mean you don't also need 11 field players. So, you know, a lot of guys played for the union. That's I did. The next time for, for you two guys as dads, the next time what we're going to do is we're going to set this up and then it's just going to be me and Kevin having a long conversation on the merits of Frozen versus Moana. And you guys just uh, have to kind of sit there. Definitely Moana. Moana is yeah. actually a very good movie. Moana, and that's all the Moana. time we have. <laughs> We're still in the Peppa Pig phase, so maybe one of these days we'll do a Peppa Pig themed um, <laughs> always soccer in Philadelphia. Instead of drafting union players, I'll draft characters from the show. Oh, yeah, and you know what? We could all talk with British accents, so we'll instantly know more about soccer. That's exactly Jay right. Simpson had one. He knew a lot. He knows a lot. We're going to leave Matt it on Jones that snarky. Matt and George wanted to get in one, one more snarky uh, comment. One more snark before, before about we wrap it up. But gentlemen, thank you. Uh, thank you for participating. As always, this was fun. Uh, hopefully, uh, we can do it again next year. Uh, or well, it wouldn't be kind of be the same damn thing. But you know, uh, we'll do it another time. Hopefully, we will actually have soccer to talk about soon as we exit a global pandemic. Thanks everybody for listening. And again, if you're interested in the shirts, go to my uh, Twitter page. Pinned to the very top is information on how to order, and we'll uh, raise some money for a good cause. How about that? It's always soccer in Philadelphia. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will see you next time.